With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike with me, as always, is Scott. Joe's behind the computer. It's Craft Brood Sports. Scott, be ready on this opening day to tap this keg of sports knowledge. The holiest of days. You pump. I show pump. <laughs> How you feeling, man? Bro, they cut you... bagels like bread in St. Louis. Dude, what That's happened with that? I have no idea. What, I don't like, know. I saw that start getting... Like posted around, I was like, "What? Is, what is they, happening?" They eat cheddar cheese on their pizza. I don't blow St. Louis off the map. I mean, I know how you feel about. I'm a red man, yeah, right? yeah. It's, but in general, I'm just like their food oddities. They can just go somewhere. What's worse, St. Louis pizza or Detroit pizza? St. Louis by a country yeah, mile. It's really because Detroit pizza is just essentially. Isn't it like Little Caesars thick crust? Yeah, like it's just. Yeah. I was gonna okay. say it just yeah, has yeah. the cheese curled around. It's, okay, it's right. Detroit pizza is right. off the chain. <laughs> I mean, Detroit, the city, not so much. But Detroit's actually pretty. It's pretty sweet. It's a little hood. No, nah, it's 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 pretty sweet. I've been there mm, recently. I, I mean, yeah, it's sweet-ish. it's pretty awesome. Ish. Hey Joe, how are you doing, man? Uh, hey Joe. Hola. <laughs> uh, we got an awesome show for you guys tonight. Lots to get to tonight. We have a packed show. Not baseball heavy at all, and I am saying that with no facetiousness. Yeah, no, we, we we planned out this show, and we were like, "It's opening day. We got it's baseball time." And then we looked at our well, no, pre-show doc, and we were like, <laughs> "Oh, we got like two baseball things. Cool." Yeah, two weeks ago, how are we going to plan this for opening day? <laughs> two days ago, <laughs> we don't have anything baseball. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, but let's get to our first thing that's baseball related. Scott, why don't you uh, let the listeners know mm. about uh, this week's Would You Rather? All right, so pre-show, we were talking about it. Baseball is long, both the games, the season. It's got to get fixed, whatever. I'm watching. I love baseball. It doesn't matter. But if you could only fix one thing about baseball when it comes to the length, would it be the length of the games or? Length of the season. Yeah. Which there's, we need to clarify here. So the way I proposed this was, do you shorten the game to seven innings instead of nine? Mm, which I don't like that, but... Or I proposed that in shortening the game, we just eliminate overtime or extra innings. Oh, so. you proposed the thing I proposed two weeks ago on the show, and you oh, shut down. Oh, actually, right, no, right, actually, right, we never right, got right. into it. We, we did never, very, very briefly. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, okay. And well, you were like, I don't care. That. I don't care. Nobody remembers that. I believe your exact answer was, I don't care. I don't care. No, that's not. No, it's stupid. That's because you said it. I don't care. <laughs> 
yeah, I'm no. proposing that no, there's glad, no extra yeah, yeah. innings. Yeah, I'm glad you're on to my side now of no overtime in baseball. Rob, Who cares? Come talk to me, bro. He's in town. We should have gotten him on the show. Mm. Anyways, so shorten the game to seven innings so that it's not three hours long and it's closer to about a two-hour long affair or cut the season down to 126 games. And I went through some major math to get to 126. You, you did too much math. Me, personally, <laughs> I just said, chop off the last month. And then I uh, argued yeah. this forever. I would have just went 120. Bam. But I know what you, yeah. the math you did was fine. I just literally said, when September rolls around, you're starting okay, playoffs. Okay, but here's, like, here's whatever, my However question. many games that is. Because I am 100% leaning towards shorten the games themselves. Go seven innings. Because... People's attention spans are not long enough to last through a three-plus-hour baseball game. But it's, it's 162. A slow, but here's the thing. If you shorten that, if you shorten the game, you can have more. You can basically combine more double headers, and then you get. But baseball never does that. But, uh, but you can. They don't do it because you're playing 18 innings in a game instead of four, uh, 18 innings in a day instead of 14. So shorten the games, get more double headers. Your complaint isn't 162 games. Your complaint is the season goes from April to October. No, All right. March now. Well, March, March, yeah, it's true. March yeah. October. <laughs> right. And sometimes when the World Series ends, it bleeds into November. Right. I and mean, that's insane. But if you can cram 162 games into a shorter amount of time, you're not going to be upset about that. You're more upset about the calendar length, not the, the number of games. Well, it's, it's also the calendar timing because, again... I think when baseball baseball would help itself out when football is starting and hey everybody's excited you know football and everybody counts down boom baseball should be starting their playoffs the the season in baseball should be amping up as far as all right here are the most exciting games in September because Every Sunday, everybody's super jacked for the NFL. That's my thing. Yeah. So no matter what, when you get to September, baseball should be playing playoff games, period. Yeah, and, I, and I'm cool with that. But so if you can however, fit, however you if you can fit there, 162 games in that, that sure. team, go yeah, for it, I guess, right? I guess, and that's, that's yeah, why I'm I mean, saying... I guess it doesn't matter. That's why I'm saying yeah. shorten the games, not the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can shorten the, the... But again, I don't want to do seven-inning games. I want to keep the games nine innings, so... Yeah. Joe doesn't care about either one. Joe wants to eliminate baseball. Yeah, He's on Joe the side. Wipe baseball <laughs> off the map. Hundred games. Hundred games. Hundred games. See, and I'm not. I'm not against oh, that. Like, if that means you st- again, that means. Start- I mean, you're just taking out useless series. You play everybody in your division three three times. So that's, that's where- like forty games there. Then you play everybody else in the American League twice, and then you only do two series of interleague play. That's like probably like hundred games. Boom. Okay. All right. No. There's a very easy way to cut it down. And so, again, starting playoffs in September and then April 1, you're starting the games. However many you can fit in in between there, but you keep them nine innings. I'm what if they just it. did a time limit on the games like they do in men's softball where it's like we got a two-hour – you don't start a new inning after two hours. No, I don't like After it. two hours. You and be, you, play, you can play a four-inning game. And it's, nah, <laughs> it's yeah, just like, I don't oh, like sorry, that. it's been two hours. Men's softball rules. Also, you can only hit one home run. <laughs> nah. Yeah, you get max three home runs. <laughs> Now you have to be strategic. There you go, everybody that doesn't want the DH, be strategic, not in home runs. Well, go ahead and cast your vote on our Facebook page or on our Twitter. Uh, We've had a couple people who have chimed in. Uh, Kevin says, I prefer to keep it as is. Baseball's great. Andy Foltz, good friend of the show, says neither. Another one who's just like, whatever, there's... Two white guys. (laughs) Of course, they're going to I'm a half white guy who loves baseball, so (laughs) shut your mouth. Uh, Greg says MLB and the NBA would be better with a shorter season. That and the amount of playoff games 
Holy effing S. Is it basically just the fact that football has conditioned us to where it's like 16 games? That's, and that's the max we, we can handle. We've got these short attention spans, so anything over that, ah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because that's kind of what it seems like. It does really it does seem that way. All right, uh, we'll get your votes in. Uh, we'll we'll reveal the poll by the end of the show here. Uh, but with that being said, let's talk about this beer that we are drinking in tonight's first pour. Uh, first pour, as always, brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Dugout Mugs. Woo! We drink from them every week now. Handcrafted beer mugs and wine glasses carved from actual baseball bats. Even got bottle openers made out of baseballs. We got to use this for the first time tonight. It is the coolest. I threw a split finger fastball to open up my bottle of beer tonight. It made me feel really cool. I went with the old four seamer. Good call. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, if you want straight wanna, heat, <laughs> officially licensed MLB merchandise, uh, Dugout Mugs has it all for you. And we've got the hookup. Just go to dugoutmugs.online/craft. Use the code CraftBrewed, all one word, CraftBrewed for twenty percent off your entire order. You want to do the? You want to tell them about morning recovery? Yeah, morning recovery is great too because I tried it out this weekend, and I'm not even—I mean, I'm not even you know lying about that. I finally got around to being able to try because I drank enough that I thought, all right, this is time for morning recovery. Uh, but morning recovery, it, no more hangovers. You you just take the. Take the supplement right after you get done drinking before you hit that uh, pillow at the end of the night. Wake up feeling great. Dude, it's unreal. It is magic. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I've never been about these hangover remedies or these things that claim because it always seems like it's something that's just, you know, an old wives tale. But I mean, maybe, maybe it was something else. I don't know. All I know is I haven't taken it before and woke up Sunday morning feeling awful. <laughs> This past Saturday, drank more than I intended to and <laughs> drunkenly thought, I need to take that morning recovery now just to see if this actually works. This is the best time. Woke up Sunday, felt great. It's fantastic, especially when you're hitting those high ABV beers. Uh, we got the hookups for you with morning recovery as well. Go to morelabs.com, M-O-R-E-L-A-B-S.com. Use the code SPORTS at checkout. You're going to get 20% off your non-subscription purchase. All right, this week's Beer of the Week. Uh, this was a, a Tavor special. Mega Mint. Uh, we have done on the show before Thick Mint from Southern Tier. Which shout out is, to Southern Tier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out Southern Tier. If they want to sponsor the show, they can. I mean, they don't have to. I just love them. <laughs> <as a brewery. laughs> Gone on record as saying they're my favorite. But brewery. we both loved Thick Mint. That was a big fan favorite uh, from us. So as soon as we saw this one, we knew we had to jump on it. 9% ABV. They boast... Loads of thick minty fudge flavor. Uh, Four point one three caps on Untapped. They did know. not, but they should have went with the tagline. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> uh, well, okay, why? I, you, just the loads of thick minty oh. fudge flavor. <laughs> it just. I mean that was that was a Tavor writer. You know how no, those yeah, Tavor I know, I know. They, they, the, the Tavor they, writers are off the, <laughs> off the hook. They're the best. But as soon as you said that, I just it popped into my head to put it in your mouth. Okay, all right. Well, um, that's that's a weird thing to be thinking of. Joe's already shaking his head. That's a new record to to get Joe eh. disappointed in the show. <laughs> uh, Heathen Brewing out of Vancouver, Washington. What do you I think? like the name of that brewer, Heathen. It's a good. I mean, it's a good name. It's, yeah, and they got solid. like the devil on the cap. Um, yeah, good good mark. Marketing plan. What do you think of this beer initial taste? Good. Yeah? Yeah. No, I mean, it's solid. And as you exclaimed, as soon as we cracked it open, kapow, mint. There is no doubt that there is mint and chocolate. It uh, hits you in the face right off of the, uh, the cracking of the cap. So uh, if you are a mint 
and chocolate fan. If you like yourself some Thin Mints, then I would say right out of the gates, good. Now, here's the question. Because with Thick Mint, and I've had it multiple times since we've done the show, and made the mistake the next time we had it off the show, thinking, all right, I love this beer. This is great. I I, I can do two bombers. No problem. I I love this beer so much. Oh, yeah. About a fourth way through that second bomber. Oh, my God. This is so sweet. (laughs) There's so much sugar. But I paid 12 bucks for this. Gonna finish it. I did, but was one of those things. <laughs> I am never doing that again. And you know, I haven't made those steak because it was sugar. Now, um, this one doesn't taste as sweet out of the gates, so maybe it'll be slightly different in that regard. But that'll be uh, what I'm looking forward to uh, as we go through the show. Is if the sweetness kind of takes over to where I think, all right, one bomber's enough and it's good, but just make sure you don't overload. I'm hesitant on this one. I wasn't blown away in the initial, like initial tasting, and I don't know if it's because I've been so into IPAs lately that switching to a stout like this is kind of weird. Uh, but initial tasting, I'm like, it's all right. It's mm. it's this one. It re- I really will see how it holds up. That's good. I you know what? I like ones that have uh, questions. Yeah, I not- mean, my question is isn't so much flavor right out of the gate. I think it's fine, but I'm just wondering how I'll feel about it at the end of the show. If yeah. It'll be, again, the sweetness factor. Yep, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how this one goes. First pour brought to you by Dugout Mugs and More Labs. Uh, check them out. Uh, man, I'm, i got to be honest, I'm kind of disappointed. Like, initial, I was expecting this to just blow me away. Like, I was ready to be like, ah, Dude, I'm it. telling you, this is exactly what I was telling you the last couple weeks, and we come into the show, and I just... I don't know if it's the switchover or the time of year, what it is, or if I'm just enjoying IPAs more at the moment, but I've just been on the stout burnout. Yeah, dude. I, I, I struggle to want to drink a stout. I had a couple over the weekend, and it kind of brought me back. But just in general, I've thought, I don't want another stout. I don't want I know. dark beer. I know. It's, just, it's every, been a struggle. Yeah, so every time. I think that that may, it's just a stout fatigue maybe because we've had Ooh, quite a bit over the past fatigue. two months. fatigue. That could be yeah. exactly what it is, a stout fatigue. I, I, I think, and I just, I, again, it's with us kind of moving more into the IPAs and kind of right. another end. I find myself sitting there thinking, Joe, has this been your, I wish I had an your plan all along to, to get us off of stouts and ruin Stouts for us by I mean, getting us into IPAs. Just, you understand the difference between what you should drink in the morning and what you should drink at night. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're like 80 years old and you need a coffee before you drive home. Uh, hit us up on the Twitter line at Craft Root Sports. Uh, it's at Craft B Sports, but cool, man. Yeah, cool. well, they, they knew. <laughs> oh, what am I to do with this banner? <laughs> Let's get into Upper Deck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into Upper Deck brought to you by our good friends at Minuteman Tickets. And Minuteman Tickets is owned by a couple of local Ohio dudes or sports fans just like all of you. <laughs> Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market. They're all about honesty all the time. Every time someone's got a better price, they're going to tell you straight it's up. It's not just sports or concert tickets. They'll help you out with tickets to any event that you want. They'll even sell those tickets for you. 
Uh, MLS season is here. It's underway. March Madness is here. NBA, NHL heating up. Go check out Minuteman for tickets to any and all of these events. And then go like them on Facebook. They do giveaways of merchandise, sports, and concert apparel, and obviously all the tickets. Check them out. MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call 614-943-3000 and avoid all the fees. That's 614-943-3000. You okay? My headphones are all jacked up, man. Oh, okay. I got nothing. Like I got no audio playing through right now. That's because I don't think Joe played anything. Oh, you idiot! I thought it was my headphones. Oh my and god! Didn't hit the music. You didn't hear yourself? Not really. Oh, oh, Jesus. All right. Anyway, we're moving on because I. Had a, I mean, I agree. I tune Mike out too all the time. That's fair. All right. I hey, do too. I remember how all season after the Khalil Mack trade, all we talked about was how John Gruden kept saying, "Man, we really got to find a pass rush." Yeah, 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 yeah. And we what's thought, wrong with our defense? What's going yeah, on with our defense? Yeah, we thought it was real weird and ludicrous, but of course, you know, NFL coaches do and say weird things, and you know, have to deny things, even though it's obvious to the rest of the world. Well, apparently, he took it even worse than we thought, because according to NBC Bay Area Sports. Gruden cried for three straight days after he traded Mac. Uh, he was asked about it this week at the owners' meetings, and he said, "quote that uh, he wanted to coach Mac, and that Mac knows that." Mm, okay, yeah, sure, man, sure. And he wants us to believe one that you know the entire season, you know, they needed to find defense, and then and and two that. After a grown man sat there and cried for three days over having to trade a player, yeah, I don't, I don't believe that at all. I'm calling shenanigans I, on I it. I don't buy it. And at this point in the the whole process, you, he's played the whole season in Chicago. Everybody's kind of moved on. Things are done. Why even make up some exorbitant lie? Do you think yeah. Camille, Khalil Mack's going to be like go to Bears brass and say, guys, hey, coach, listen, coach? Cried, I crying, man. I got to Is there any way you can trade me back? I got to go back. I got to. Yeah, I, 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 I broke the man's heart, I, so I just got to go back. I feel guilty. <laughs> I know you guys paid me a lot. I know we had our good one year, almost one defensive player of the year. <laughs> but you mind if I go back? To but him? how awesome would it be if you really did that, though? If he was just like, "Listen, I'm sorry. I I broke this man's heart, so I'm gonna go back." Well, okay, so remember when we talked about Sean Payton watching Netflix for three straight days after they lost after they lost in the playoffs. That was at least kind of believable. Right. Because you can imagine somebody just sitting there watching Netflix and it just keeps playing through and you know, every so often are you still watching and he clicks yes, but generally he's just sitting there contemplating about how they got screwed. But a grown man sitting there crying over a deal that he had the you know right the he, ultimate say in finalizing. I mean, I don't think that he cried for even three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> three days. Right, right. Uh, uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, let's go. I'm going to rearrange some of these stories here real okay, quick. Okay, go for it. So we'll go from one crazy trade to another. Uh, and this one had a little bit of a different outcome for the, the person involved. Okay. So Giants owner John Morris spoke out uh, about the tough decision to trade Odell Beckham Jr. to Joe's Browns and make the Browns the, the favorite in the AFC North. Um, Yeet. <laughs> I was expecting a DJ air. I wanted, yeah. I wanted either the, the DJ air. I was waiting for the dog bark. That's what I was really waiting for was for Joe to hiss at the dog bark. Well, anyways, uh, John Morrow was talking at the owners meetings this week and said that 
He didn't uh, he didn't get too many good responses to that trade. As a matter of fact, one of his grandkids hasn't talked to him since. <laughs> he is so upset that his grandpa traded Odell Beckham Jr. that he hasn't talked to him at all. It could be the famous one. Kate Mara, the actress. Wait a second. Could be her. That's, I mean, this this was a grandson, right? Yeah, so it was grandson. Specifically. Yeah, yeah. How funny would it be? Wait, are they related? For real? Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Kamara from uh, yep. from House of Cards. Yeah. You were today years old when you found today out that you were old. A, that I think is it's, unreal. It's either a grandfather or a great uncle or something along those lines. But yeah, they're related. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. I had no idea about that. Yep. Well, and there's the new story. Uh, Giants owner is related to Kate Mara. I don't know if anybody else knew that. So there's your story for Upper Deck this Zoe week. Zoe Barnes. <laughs> I, I think this is amazing that the grandson is just like, I'm so pissed at grandpa for this. I'm not even talking to him. <laughs> You know that kid, every time he goes over to Grandpa's house now, is going to wear his Odell Beckham jersey, too. Well, did you see what else happened? Uh, not that it was any shocker, and I don't even think anybody asked. I think he just came out and said it. Eli Manning was like, yep, he's the most talented player I've played with. <laughs> <laughs> just to pour salt in the wounds to anybody who was wondering. if it, He just came out and unprompted. Hey, by the way, Odell, the best guy I ever played with, <laughs> talent-wise. He's the man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, there you go. Giants owner dealing with some family drama because he made a bizarre trade. Well, and I mean, did he? I mean, I'm assuming he signed off on it, but it was Gettleman's move. Yeah, but he could totally be like, no, you're not yeah, yeah, trading I was just gonna say, the he best could, player he, he on my team. He could have stepped in, but he hired the man who made that trade. So maybe that's why the kid's not talking to him. It's like, you hired Gettleman. <laughs> that would be funnier. <laughs> I'm not mad that he traded him. I'm mad that you hired I Gettleman. I expect Gettleman to do some dumb stuff like this. <laughs> yeah. You should have known better, You Grandpa. saw his track record of, <laughs> in, in Carolina. You knew he was going to do something stupid. <laughs> this I mean, is on you, Grandpa. And by the way, in my mind, this is like a four-year-old kid, too. It's oh, not yeah, even yeah, like yeah, a yeah, grown yeah. adult. It's a four-year-old just super this upset. Is, this is Mets kid on Instagram. <laughs> Cussing up a storm. That's what it is. All right. Uh, next story. Uh, once upon a time, Meatloaf, Meatloaf would do anything for love, but he wouldn't do that. He would. Yeah. He would. Uh, still have no idea what the vet is, but we do know what his airness would refuse to do. Uh, the man that once played basketball with bugs, shoved ballparks in his mouth by the plateful, drank all of the Gatorade, and played the most epic game of horse with Larry Bird for some McDonald's, actually turned down an opportunity to make a cool $1 million. This is crazy to me. That's this, the, that should be the story right there. That's it. Yeah, he turned down money. <laughs> of course, now he's worth all of the money. So, I mean, in retrospect, he made the right decision. It's not that big of a deal. But once upon a time, beanie weenies is what he would not say. Beanie Weenies. Yes. So the Quaker Oats brand, they have Vandekamp. They own Vandekamp. And uh, Vandekamp came to him and said, hey, we'd love for you to be the spokesperson for our hot dog slash baked beans combo in a can called Beanie Weenies. They offered $1 million annually to you know be part of the campaign and sponsor this. And MJ basically said, thanks, but no thanks. According to himself, uh, the story goes, quote, you ever heard of Beanie Weenies, pork and beans? It was close to a million bucks a year. I'm saying Beanie Weenies. How can I stand in front of a camera and say, I'll eat Beanie Weenies? End quote. And that's when he was talking to his agent, basically explaining why he wouldn't 
be the spokesperson of the bitch man for Beanie Weenies. Yeah, uh, which I can't really blame him for that. That's That's got to be... But, well, okay, the wild part about this, though, is that it came to him at the beginning of his career when he wasn't making a ton of money. This isn't something where it was, oh, MJ's a household brand. He's already got, you know, Gatorade and, you know, Hanes and all this other stuff. We'll just get him to sell Beanie Weenies. Of course he'll do it. This was before all of that. This was one of the first things that was ever pitched to him. And he said, nah, hard pass. I won't eat beanie weenies. I won't say beanie weenies. No thanks. Keep your money. <laughs> hard, hard pass on the beanie weenies. Yeah. Oh, and this was in like 92. And they said, you know, according to the story I was reading, I think it was on Sports Illustrated, uh, that was worth about $2 million back then. And at the time, he was only getting paid slightly less than a million dollars on his NBA contracts. Dude, that's a substantial yeah, money. That's to, a to big thing down. to turn down, especially early on in your career where you're like, I need to get all the money. So for the ultimate gambler, he bet on himself and won. <laughs> <laughs> Beanie weenies. <laughs> Is there anything you wouldn't say for a sponsor? Oh, no, I'd probably say, huh? well, I don't know. Cause I don't want, I like, I feel like I wouldn't do erectile dysfunction ads. Cause I don't want to. I don't want to have like my face on a billboard that's like, "Hey, ask me about ED," and then have to walk around and people I mean, are like, "I don't gotta use it, it right." I mean, no, I'll be smiling, gonna, Bob, for a cool million. But people annual. are gonna ask about it. They're gonna and, and they're I'll, gonna I'll look up in a straight. They're gonna think. I cash in checks, bro. <laughs> I don't care. So you, you don't think you would say anything. You would rep anything. Just about. Oh man, I don't know if I could. What would you? What would you not rep? Uh, nothing, because I love all sponsors that love craft food sports. And shout out to all of them, Doug Amos, more labs. What am I tickets to war? Love I, you all. I, I just love money. Sell so <laughs> <laughs> I just love money. So, I mean, it didn't have to be, you know. I know. I, well, I, I, I mean, get, I don't like Chick-fil-A stand on things. and I, I guess that's the thing. Money. Like, in, uh, <laughs> hate group stuff. I don't want to even be associated with it. Like, that whole Brett Favre thing when he got tricked into doing the cameo for like a an alt right group and it was like right. Really I mean, if it was some coded. shady thing, something like that, where I had no idea and I wouldn't be that, but you know, but, there's not a lot. But, there's not a lot of legit products out there that I would say <laughs> no thanks. I guess it's true. If it's a product, I'm probably just gonna be Tampax. Tampax. The, the the preferred brand of women I'm associated with. Well, and there goes our Tampax sponsorship because Scott just butchered that place. Yeah. With, uh, well done, Either way, man. I'm just saying, I mean, you know, that I'd do it. You coming with a million dollars annually? What's up? Men, go buy your women. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. When I'm at the Sorry, grocery but... store, there's only one brand I'm not ashamed to buy for my wife. <laughs> Tampax. Wife, do you need me to go buy some tampons? Make it a Tampax. Make it like the Mentos commercial, just the freeze frame me. You're like tripping over stuff in the store. Uh, some guy looks at you like, what's going on? And then you pull out the Tampax box. He's like, oh, okay. I got it. <laughs> Million bucks, cash money, homie. I have a feeling they're not paying for that. Anyways, uh, moving on. So this story came out today. Uh, Golden State Warrior Jordan Bell was suspended for a game this week for, quote, conduct detrimental to the team. The bigger story here was Jordan Bell plays for the Warriors. Right? That's what, when it came out, I was like, he's he's on the Warriors. I didn't know that. I know they fill the back end of their roster with you and me, but I didn't know Jordan <laughs> Bell was on the team. Well, it turns out that uh, the conduct that was in question was Jordan Bell ordering something from the hotel and putting it on Mike Brown's room charge. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so Mike Brown sees the charge. 
Uh, he, he brings it up to the hotel staff. The hotel staff confirms that it was actually purchased. The team launches an investigation, which I love that this idea that Golden State has an investigative unit that's researching. Dedicated to All right, get, hotel get the hotel charge team on this one. <laughs> and the guys in black suits and sunglasses bust in and start interviewing players. They confirmed and found out that it, Jordan Bell was the culprit. And... This isn't the first time he's done it. <gasps> Boom. So immediately everybody thought porn. They were like, Jordan Bell is watching porn and charging it to Mike Brown, which is the best theory in the world. I love this idea that he's giving himself the old one-two before a game, but <laughs> charging it to Mike Brown's room. Like of all people, Mike Brown is the one you pick to charge it to. Uh, but you found a thread on Twitter that it was some gag that goes back uh, on the Warriors where vets yeah. pays rookies by... And that was kind of something people are speculating that it might just be a team prank. And... But then why Mike Brown? Why are you doing it to Mike Brown? He's not a player. Like, I can understand doing it to another player, well, but I doing especially it to don't Brown? understand doing it to somebody who's not in on the joke. If you're doing it with your right. teammates, and right. that's a Everybody gets thing. it. Yeah. yeah. But if there's any type of coaches that don't understand... But apparently, a lot of times, it, he was getting away with it doing it because people aren't paying attention to the charge and it wasn't a exorbitant charge it's like 10 15 bucks here or there whatever so it was just 15 dollars worth of candles right turns out candles yeah candles. <laughs> what hotel sells candles i don't know that's what i want to know I've they got like a yankee Probably candle in the same one that sells like some chocolate covered strawberries and champagne uh, for the yeah that hey, makes sense <laughs> setting the mood <laughs> uh yeah that's um <laughs> Sorry, I'm going back through some comments here from the show. Uh, Corey said there's nothing wrong with the good dick pill. <laughs> See? Oh, is that the explicit flag? Did no. we just flip the flag? Yes, yes oh. it is. Yes, it is. It. All right, everybody, Shame. welcome. Shame. Welcome to Craft Root Sports Shame. After Dark. The explicit flag has been flipped. I am just glad it wasn't we me this time. We are good to go. What? Motherfucker, it's and me. that means it is that me. your motherfucker of the week it this week me. is Mike. I Damn. took the title two weeks in a row, but now Mike Damn. is your motherfucker of the week. And we have now switched gears into well, the explicit tag. So, should, should we start getting a, a, a jar? We probably should. There should be some two type bucks. of punishment. Two bucks if you break it on the show. There should yeah. be some type of punishment for breaking the flag. But here's what here's the thing. Can I be honest for a second? I kind of like when we flip the flag. It's like a nice little Easter egg, and it's like, oh, ah, that's boom, fine, it's that's fine. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. But I actually enjoy the game more of who's going to be the first one to get Joe to hit the motherfucker drop. Yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, we so. made it 31 minutes. That's not bad. That's, that's not bad. That's pretty impressive. I'm all right with that. Uh, Corey says, yes, you're welcome. Thank you, Corey, for, for forcing me to flip the flag. Uh, <laughs> His freak flag is fry, flying. Uh, Tyson wants to know if the A on your hat is uh, for the Braves or for Alabama since it's the same A. It's Who not, had it first? It's, Who had it first? No, the Braves? no, no, no. It's not the same A. Go <laughs> look looks, at them. They're different. the same. Kind of yeah, looks okay, the same. Okay, well, to the untrained eye. Jordan Bell. Roll Charging. <laughs> Oh, roll tide. It doesn't work. Oh, yeah. By the way, Braves had it first, though. Oh, okay. All right. Who dat? Who day? Who dat? Who day? Mm. <laughs> All right. Get into the next story. You're oh, out. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you were over there busy cursing and dropping dicks. So I don't know what's going on. Um, anyway, so this is a Florida man story. 
but it comes out of Michigan. Mm, wish we would have had this last week. Yeah, right? Well, it kind of just piles onto that. So a, a Michigan man this week was caught on security camera at a pet store carrying a four-foot-long python. And it was obvious that he wasn't going to pay for this python. And if you were going to steal a python, Mike, how would you go about doing it? I would not touch a four-foot python. I'm not stealing it. I touch one every day. Right. What? Huh? I'm walking right past that case. If I you see, walked right into that joke. I did walk right into it. I'm like, and that's right. I'm more mad at myself. I'm not mad at you for making the joke. Say, I'm mad had, at me. I had no intention of that going up. there, yeah. but you did. But anyway, uh, this guy decided, hey, I'll just stick this python down my pants and walk out of the door. Nobody will be in any the wiser. He definitely got busted. Found out very quickly that uh, you know, caught on camera. Shoving a snake down his pants. Okay, if you're gonna steal a python, would you put it in your pants? No, I'm not putting a python anywhere no. near the place where I need my dick pills. That is <laughs> Jesus. No, I, I think I think I need like a record scratch. <laughs> Anytime you say something super weird, that's just, like, just awfully questionable. Where it just like stops the music and goes. Excuse me? Mike's Excuse moment me? of, huh? Like a Tim Taylor, huh? Right. right we'll get you. I'll load, get up, I'll load up the board for you, man. We'll get some good stuff on there for you. All to make fun of me. Uh, no, that's bizarre to, to steal Super it. Super weird. The pet store said that he, like the python was about to be adopted that day. Oh, really? And that they were like prepping it to go home. And then the guy stole it and walked out with it. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Stealing uh, a python. First, if you're a dude that's that's got a snake, I already have questions. I, I'm already hesitant to be your friend. It's just a weird thing to want to own. You know, I, I've never understood people who buy these giant snakes and then keep them confined in these small aquariums. What's even creepier and they're is they're just the, sitting there. What's even creepier is the dudes that then just let them like out in their living room. Right. And it's yeah. just like crawling up the couch. It's like, bro, can you put your snake away so that we can play Xbox? Please. <laughs> All right, I'm, not, I'm not hanging out there. I don't play Xbox. <laughs> put that away and hook up your PS4, and then we can do this. But put your snake away first. All right, let's move into the last story of Upper Deck. This one, um, Americans have a little bit of a bad shopping habit. In 2018, America's drunk shopping habit ballooned to $39.4 billion. This week, we and why the terrorists hate us news? <laughs> So this was a study done by Finder.com uh, on drunk shopping. They asked a bunch of Americans, the average drunken spending, $736 a year that people are spending on drunken purchases. Uh, that is up from 447 last year. So almost double uh, we are buying crazy drunk stuff. Here's what people are spending their money on. Most the most uh, purchased item is food, which I don't think should count. I think that should be removed no. from the equation. The calories don't count. The money shouldn't either. I agree. Uh, so I'm saying food is off the table, but people are buying shoes and clothes drunk. They're also gambling, which I don't think that should count either because you're they're giving you free booze while you're gambling. So that also should not count. Plus, it's not a purchase because you're probably going to lose or you could win. And I don't, I don't count that as a you, purchase. You only get free booze in Vegas. Mm, that's true. And man, have you that's been true. there with that? That is such a hoax. No, it takes, it's not. It takes eight hours to get your one beer. It's 
It's overrated. You must not tip the people. That I was going to say you got to tip well, man. I have before, but First I've been sitting at the table. Old and waitress, it just takes so get the long. old waitress. As soon as you see like the young girl that's really fit and good looking, uh, uh-uh, pass her she's up. She's talking to dudes. She's pass, trying to get more she's, tips. Yeah, she's working hard. Get the old lady that is like is there to work. She's the one that's <laughs> there to work. She's she's talking like this because she's lived a hard she's a, life. She's a lifetime Vegaser. Yeah. She might not be fast. She's not getting to the bar fast, but she's getting you to drink faster than that other girl is. No, I say old I, lady every time. I didn't it was just whoever came to the table, but it was always I always found myself thinking, "Good god, where's that drink?" <laughs> You also need to get yourself a case of beer that you just carry with you and then bring it into the mm, casino and just see, start popping mistakes. I don't even know if that's a lot. I'm just saying. I don't think it uh, is. But. 10% of respondents said they spent their money on drugs while they were drunk. Uh, I don't think I've ever been drunk enough to be like, you know what I need? Some cocaine. <laughs> Nobody said that it was hardcore drugs. Could just be Riddlin'. What? Who's buying Ritalin while they're drunk? A little bit of weed. Yeah, right. I mean, it could just be. But I'm I bought some Sudafed. Sudafed <laughs> could be cooking up some Sudafed. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says I'm drinking tonight like brewing up a. I also want to go to sleep <laughs> with my nose clean. Yeah, I'm yeah. Some see, Heisenberg special up. here. Uh, 12% of people said they bought a pet drunk. That's a really bad decision. As long as you didn't put it in your pants, I suppose. <laughs> I said, white girls, I want a dog. I want a cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, a puppy. Uh, 13% of people said they bought a car drunk. How do you even do that? Dude, I can't buy a car sober. It's the most intimidating thing ever. It takes ever. nine hours it at a dealership. Does. You're sober by the time you bought that car. And I'm I sorry, always I'm walked away so angry. You didn't just buy a car online. You just, yeah, just you don't. click and put it in your cart. <laughs> yep, I made it all the way here. About to buy this car drunk. Any any objections? <laughs> nope. Just bought a car. A- actually, you can buy a car online now. No, no, no. I know you can, but Carvana. I just... I feel like that, that that's a... <laughs> A process that even the drunkest person wouldn't right. pull off. I wouldn't do it. Uh, there's no way I'm buying. Yeah, Corey dropped in Carvana. He knew all about it. Corey, Jeez, cutting edge right there. All right, what's the craziest thing you've bought while you were drunk? Food. Mm. Yeah, I mean, let's, I'm not, let's I, change this. Not, not craziest. A... What's the stupidest thing you bought while you're drunk? Uh, a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bought. So it was six thirty. We were at and something. PM or AM? PM. Okay, cool. And there was a game that started at 7. And I bought tickets to that game at 6.45 when I was 45 minutes away from the actual place. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we can go. Let's go. And then I bought the tickets and I was like, ah, crap. Not making it to that concert. <laughs> uh, I bought, and it's up there right now. It just happened. I bought a Rudy bobblehead uh, that talks to you from the National Bobblehead Museum. <laughs> yeah, you press a button and it's Daniel Rudy Rudiger's voice telling his story about how he got carried off the field at Notre Dame. <laughs> you dummy. Wait, how long does it go for? Uh, not that long. It's like little clips. You, it's got like a couple different clips. It's right above uh, your head if you want to grab it. It's it's right up there. I, I put it up there. $30. To remind yourself how stupid you were. That $30 month. to the National <laughs> Bobblehead Hall of Fame Museum. You know what got me? It was a Facebook-sponsored post. That's what got me. Because I was like... <laughs> well, you got it from the Hall of Fame and it didn't come in like a glass case or anything? 
anything like no, that? No, it came in a regular box that I immediately threw away because <laughs> I don't care. I'm not like I'm not one of those dudes that's like, don't take the bobbleheads out of the box. They're gonna lose their value. It, it loses value the <laughs> second it touches free air. Free air. Uh, Eric says he bought a 55 inch TV drunk on his phone. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a high dollar. Eric hit his uh, his max for the year right there. They what seven hundred dollars a. Uh, for the years, what they said people were spending drunk, mm-hmm. Eric hit that one time. Man, that's a that's a purchase that. My yeah, see, I, I've only drunk wise. I've only bought just too much food for me to eat, and I've sat there while I was drunk thinking, "Why did I think I could eat all this? <laughs> this is so stupid." Guess I got lunch for tomorrow, <laughs> and then pass out. Uh, this has been Upper Deck, brought to you as always by Minute Man Tickets and by drunk purchases. You thought I was going to say dick pills, but I didn't. I actually I didn't had say no it. idea what you were going to go I with. It. There were so many things that you could have gone with based on the... the I thought of me, like at first I was thinking Python in the pants. Uh, upper Deck was wild. <laughs> upper Deck was crazy. You crazy, Upper Deck. It was uh, hooch this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no drunk line tonight, so feel free to text into the show, 440-37-DRUNK. And feel free to cuss us out in the comment section, Drew, because you're the main one who gets upset about the drunk line, so go ahead. <laughs> He's already left a voicemail. <laughs> of course <Okay>. he did. <laughs> uh, let's get right into, since the flag's flipped, uh, let's get into Motherfucker of the Week and our mm. choices for Motherfucker of the Week. Motherfucker, 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 motherfucker. Motherfucker, what? Motherfucker, you. Motherfucker of the Week brought to you by my bookie, Scott, who is your choice for Motherfucker of the Week? Kobe Bryant. Because <laughs> he's a rapist? No, I just want oh, to leave okay. it there. Just Kobe Bryant. Okay. All right, <laughs> but uh, this the he, he actually continues to give us more reasons to be a motherfucker. Uh, so he was on the Late Late Show with James Corden, and uh, Corden was playing a, a, a silly game with him, and basically it was, "Hey, Kobe, you can eat this really weird thing," and I think it was up for him. Right it was then. a cow's a cow tongue. tongue. Yeah, Ooh. a cow's tongue. So he could answer this question, uh, a tough question, or eat a cow's tongue, and he of course went with answering the question. So Corden hit him with. Um, hey, rank these players from uh, best to worst. And he hit him with the only three of Jordan, LeBron, and himself. And Had it, he played by, uh, by James Corden? Right, yeah. Well no, he knew exactly what he was doing. Well, he didn't. His writers did because James Corden was oh, like, yeah, too. who he, besides, who is Kobe no, Bryant? No, no, no. James and, Corden's... He's he's up. He's, he's an he's, NBA he's guy. Knowledge. He's, he he's, gets he's it. Okay. He's, he's, a, he's a cultural so person. He, knew, he might have known what he, he does do a late show. Yeah, but he's, he's a cultural. But that doesn't mean that just means in he's got LA. people who. That just means he's got people who tell him. Anyway, in true Kobe fashion, he put himself one, Jordan two, and LeBron three. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Let, wait, wait, wait. First, he was gonna eat the tongue. He was like really close because yeah, then he, I don't want to fill in the rest of the story. I mean, he was well, gonna yeah. eat the tongue, and then he but, didn't want to answer. But the I question. just want. I just want to. Say, yeah, he didn't want. He was gonna say no matter what I say, people are gonna talk about it. <clears throat> and he was like. So I'm just gonna put myself first, and then, and then he said, Jordan, and then LeBron. But he still could have went humble with it. You know, most people. I mean, come on, Kobe do. Bryant's never. No, I know, go but that's over that, and that's why he's the consummate motherfucker. So there's that's fair. No, uh, that's cool. Uh, I am going with Georgia Tech offensive line slash associate head coach Brent Key. Uh, if you may, if you don't know, Georgia Tech unfortunately had a player pass away this week, and which one Sunday? There? 
it, natural causes, they said. Really? Because like, I, I knew that he died and obviously saw the story, but I, 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 I could not find that lost amongst yeah, this uh, coach it and was why a, he's your a motherfucker 21, was. It was a 21-year-old player. His friends took him to the hospital, and he passed away. It's and, natural causes. And they, yeah, they're ruling it as there's no foul play. There's nothing like crazy. Wow, man, I don't know what the final, like wild. whether it was like heart-related or whatever, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he didn't have any lingering issues that could have led to it. it the dude just... Passed Damn, away suddenly. That is so sad. Uh, super sad. And in a moment like that, you would think the coaching staff would be like, man, we just lost all a the sensitivity. Player. Right. We lost a player on our team. This is a, a dramatic thing that our players have to go through that we're going to have to help them through because they lost one of their friends, one of their brothers, uh, one of their teammates. Instead, Brent Key tweeted out, quote, GT has always and will continue to attract great men today we lost a great man and gained another great man even in dark days the future is bright uh referring to a four-star cornerback who signed with georgia tech the same day that this player died wow i mean read the room brent key this is (laughs) a terrible time to pat yourself on the back for getting a four-star cornerback no sense of self-awareness whatsoever just Awful. On, on to the next recruiting moment. Yep, just, oh man, we lost, but don't worry, we're loading up, guys. And, whoa, not, again, not to kind of turn it to the sports thing and ignore the, the, the death here, but you're Georgia Tech. You're not even a powerhouse. Yeah, I that's mean, the other thing. You're like, just a right. school. Like, it's a it's a you know what four star cornerback. Like it's not you know like you what, just got the top recruit in the country. You, would, you know what you're most known for? A wacky offense that doesn't showcase wide receivers. Right. Here's you here's had Calvin Johnson and didn't do ish with him. <laughs> here's the play. Dude needed to just tweet about the signing and then follow it up with, "I had no idea that our player passed away." My condolences. You don't put it in the same tweet, dude. Why are you combining those two things, motherfucker? Motherfucker, or you just don't mention either at all. Or that—that's a—that's a decent option there, uh, Joe. Do you think maybe he was drunk when he tweeted? Mm, he just, nope, I'm not giving him that credit. He's not getting that out. No. This dude was sober. He's, He's an idiot. It was Sunday at like two o'clock in the afternoon. That son of a bitch. Then he deleted the tweet. Was like, my condolences to the family. I never meant any disrespect. He was a great player, and a, a uh, of course, he, of course, man. he hit us with the whoops. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't know. I was on Ambient. Listen, guys, I was on Ambient. The old Tiger Woods defense? Damn. <laughs> oh, Roseanne Barr? Mm. <laughs> that too, that too. Jesus. The old, anybody who tweets racist shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. that ambient. Well, this wasn't racist. This is just <laughs> no. completely blind. No. Oh, he got he's hacked. A, oh, he got hacked. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's the, I thought hacked. you were calling me hack. I, I was like, hacked. What Well, you no, are I already hack, did that earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. The, the fact that this is an explicit <laughs> show means you're a hack. Who's your choice for Motherfucker of the Week? Paul... Dolan creating more crap about Cleveland sports and running anything good momentum that we had <laughs> from the Browns hype basically into the ground by saying the Indians are nothing. So this guy should sell the team so there can be a real person that wants to own a baseball team. I don't understand this one at all. I mean, like th- this just reminds me of Major up. League when they're late. No, we're going to sell the team and we're going to Florida and yada yada. Let's back up and let everybody know what happened Why? here and what he said. So Dolan was being interviewed uh, for The Athletic, and they asked him if the Indians would ever sign a $300 million contract. And Dolan's response was, 
the day that I sign a $300 million contract is when other teams are giving out a billion dollars. Now. Oh. Okay, now. Flat out saying, I am not paying $300 million. Enjoy okay. Francisco Lindor well, while he's here. But the problem is... <laughs> The problem is I actually understand what he's trying to say. He's trying to say that in general he thinks that the we're a small market. Well, no, 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 we can't no. Afford. I don't even think he's. I think he's saying that okay, the the player salaries have gotten out of whack, and I don't want to pay that much. So you know, th- this is what it would take. The problem is, bro, you got to play to pay, or, or you know, pay to play. Like it, it, you can't just say, well, I'm not going to do that, knowing you know damn well. That's what it's going to cost if you want to compete and win. I mean, if you're not willing to do that, then you shouldn't be an owner. Yeah, and (laughs) this just goes back to that story that was broken of, like, the owners that are just, like, that are – there's the difference between I don't want to pay you and can't actually afford to pay the players. And this guy is like, no, I just can't – we can't afford to pay him, so – he also had said that, like, uh, the year that the he was like, I'm glad we got knocked out of the playoffs because I had only yeah. budgeted to get to the ALCS. <laughs> yeah, he so was like, like losing money Jesus. that they were going like having. <laughs> supposedly, he was losing Bro. money as they were hosting Game Seven of the World Series. He's they were there losing fighting, money. It's like we could win, but oh my god, this is and like me so and much. like if they won, like how All much he was gonna lose? Yeah. <laughs> how much merchandising god, that, he was awful. not gonna make that's money awful. off of? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. That's this awful. dude is a dude. Dick. All I remember is remember two years ago when we we did the story about how Lindor, uh, the the GM's kid, announced oh, broke it on the, the, in the spring the, training the extension. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the spring training. But that was well before you know Lindor had established himself as one of the best players right. in the league. And obviously now he's put himself into the stratosphere where you know he's in the conversation to get a Bryce Harper type contract. And you know Cleveland is basically, but you know he just says all this. But good God, man, how! Deft, are you? Awful. Uh, Corey asked, does the beer taste better out of a baseball bat? 100%. It does. No doubt. Proper glassware is required when you're drinking a beer like this, and the proper glassware comes from is Thompson out mugs. of a baseball bat. Thompson Mugs. Get yours. Dugoutmugs.online slash craft. Use the code craftbrewed, all one word, 20% off it's your order. It's the preferred cup of a new generation. Sell out. Thanks, man. <laughs> all right, so let's. Uh, that is Motherfucker of the Week brought to you by... My bookie, and give me I, one dude, second to tell I'm you. I'm not gonna my lie. Bookie. This the three, the three that we have. What? Most solid three that I think. Very I've tough ever choice. Come with. Very tough choice. <laughs> I, I mean, you can make an argument for any one yep. of these three, and very tough. I, I wouldn't argue week. with you. Uh, my this bookie, uh, motherfucker of the week, brought to you by my book. My bookie. Use the promo code Twelve Ounce Sports One Two O Z Sports All One Word to get one hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. Be sure to tune in to all of the gambling shows here on Twelve Ounce. Uh, don't take any of my advice and then put all of that to practice on my bookie. Make sure to use. Use the promo code 12 ounce sports to get that bonus. You can find their banners and links on every page of the station site at www.12ounceSportsRadio.com. Speaking of not taking your advice, how's that pool going? How's that Minuteman bracket pool going? Uh, you know, it's it's a it's, mm, it's you're a thing. in third here on the show, big shocker. You said that if you finished third in the group, that uh, I, I I said that if you finished third in the group, which was <laughs> categorically insane, that I'd throw at the uh, degenerate dartboard of doom, and you're nowhere even close. Now I'm like, uh, there's a zero percent chance that you'll finish in the top three. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Yes, uh, I've got, <laughs> which is why I made that. Bet. I think I have. 
14 of my Sweet 16 teams left. I think I only had two eliminated, maybe three going into tonight. Uh, but I picked Duke to win it all, so I'm screwed. We talked about that before the show. If you pick Duke to win it all and you're behind already, there is no coming back because everybody, everybody picked Duke. Duke yeah. So unless you pick somebody else, you just got to ride that wave. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm in third place in the show. I'm really low in the standings. Womp, womp. Um, I am not as low as... If you had Mike in your survivor pool, you are an idiot. I'm not as low as Robert Taylor, who has zero. He did not <laughs> fill out a bracket. So I beat Robert Taylor. I uh, chalked cool. that one up as a W for me. He also asked us what he had to do after the tournament had already started as far as <laughs> filling out his bracket. So to be fair, <laughs> you won off a of technicality of all technicalities. Uh, Drew's very disappointed in the status of the drunk line. I'm sorry, man. I haven't had time to come down and mess with it. Uh, he's compiling his call sheet for nothing. Go ahead and fire it off in the comments there, Drew, or text him to us. We'll, we'll do it via text. That's fine. Um, okay, so we brought up Paul Dolan. I want to know who is the worst owner, the worst owner, the the and worser, all sports, the or? worser owner, Paul Dolan or James Dolan? Because mm. clearly the Dolans are terrible owners. James Dolan of New York Knicks fame, where people are trolling his band and going to his band, telling them, quit your day job, sell the Knicks, and then they're getting thrown <laughs> out of the concert. Yeah. Or Paul Dolan, who's saying, yeah, I didn't budget for my team to win the World Series, so <laughs> ugh, my bad. Who is the worst out of the Dolans? If you had to pick a Dolan, would you want Paul or James to be the owner of your team? Your favorite team. The Braves are up for sale. The two highest bidders are Paul Dolan oh, or James God, no. Dolan. Who are you picking? Well, one's already proven to be a terrible baseball owner. and <laughs> James hasn't been given that shot. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm going Paul. I mean, because the obviously James gets all the pub and he's done more. I mean, he outlandish. he rings he rings in stars stars. You know, yeah. Mello and I, Amari. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going James, but it's only because seriously, I found out so many things tonight about the other Dolan. <laughs> that's like, dude, you were worried about the game seven of the World Series. I was worried about any World Series. He was like, I can't get past the ALCS. That's, I'm going to be broke. Dude, uh, Joe, so I think weak. I know your stance on this one. You, you would probably take James at this point. Uh, obviously. Yeah. That's awful, man. I, don't, I, ugh, I think at that point, we were talking about, uh, is there anything that would make you give up your fandom? And I think having a Dolan as an owner might be that thing for me. If a Dolan owned one of my teams, I'd be like, yeah, I don't follow that team anymore. But the reason we talked about that is because Captain America said he Yeah, Captain America doesn't want to support his Patriots. Corey says Mike Brown. Uh, he would Wait, Corey, are you saying you would take Mike Brown over the Dolans? Is that cool? Oh, man. All right, Mike Brown or James Dolan? Who would you rather have as your owner or your team? Mike Brown's... Oh, Mike Brown, the Bengals owner. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. was like, wait a minute, are we talking about the oh, basketball coach? <laughs> I went back. I was like, why would Mike Brown be owning the Mike, team? Mike how, did go, how did he go from assistant coach to owner? Mike Brown's like, listen, I just want to get this candle charge off my bill. I don't want to own a team. I just want to get so this confused for a second. I'm like, fifteen dollars for a candle. How did we candle? get to Mike Brown, the owner? Get the investigators Ooh, in here. Wait, Mike Brown or James Dolan? Mike Brown or James Dolan? I'm Who still would going, you rather I'm have? I'm still going James Dolan. Yeah, Mike Brown is too old white guy. Because Mike or James Dolan isn't old white guy Mike, yet. He's just white guy. That transitions perfectly into Mike Brown being the only one who voted against 
Instant replay rules changing this week. Of course he did. Of course he did. Segway, segway, segway. Right. In classic Mike Brown fashion. Hey, there's an NFL vote on this. 32 owners, 32 votes. 31 people have voted for it. One has dissented. Who is the one? Mike Brown. Of course he did. Of course Mike I, Brown did. I made By the way, joke. Corey just wanted to clarify, give him James Dolan. He, he hates Mike Brown. Okay. Wanted enough. to clarify for um, I made the joke. Corey doesn't want that. anybody. He's like, dick pills are cool. Mike Brown. Uh-uh. Don't associate <laughs> me with liking Mike Brown. I need to set the record straight. I made the joke this week, and it's true that if the NFL was proposing a rule and a change to the draft that said, look, Every single year from here on out to the end of time, the Cincinnati Bengals get all 32 first round picks. <laughs> Mike Brown would still vote against it. <laughs> Mike Brown would be like, fuck Cincinnati. <laughs> it, it would be 30. It would be zero yeses and 32 no's. And they'd be like, how did that happen? Mike Brown didn't vote. Uh, he still voted no. Classic Mike Brown still voted no. Uh, there's something po- <laughs> there's something up for debate? No. I don't even need to know what the question is. Mike no. Brown, Mike Brown would make such a good baseball owner. Like, I ain't changing shit. <laughs> he would be changes the forever. <laughs> we can't afford to do this. Shut it down. <laughs> what? We're in the middle of the World Series? Forfeit the rest of the games. We can't afford this. We get one more hot dog and I'm going broke. So congratulations to that other team. Well, uh, better luck next year for us. Well, I hope we don't make the playoffs and I don't have to worry about paying for this. Which top talent guy can I trade away for nothing? Uh, so are you cool with this rule change? Are you, are you in favor of the replay rule for pass interference? Uh, I, I am, but... It is reactionary. Oh, yeah. And, and and I totally think that it's going to lead to unintended consequences. Like what? What do you... What somebody, is- somebody had posed it, and I had thought it before. Okay, so now you can challenge. This is the rule that you can challenge pass interference calls, whether they're called on the field yeah. or whether they're not. So, it, it, you know, if referee throws the flag and said, yeah, that was pass interference... Coach can say, nah, I don't think it was. Let's, you know, have the you know, the league look at it and find out if it was, do all that. But when they added the even if there wasn't called, I thought, okay, I, I know what they're doing here because in the game, the, the Saints game and if Sean right. Payton was at the forefront of this, it wasn't called and everybody realizes that pl- play should be wrong. But what about the plays when there's pass interference and it has nothing to do with the outcome of the play? And that turns the tide of the game. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair point. But it's a challenge still, right? So it still counts against the coach's challenge. Yes. So do you do you risk throwing a flag, throwing a challenge flag, and being like, "Well, this incomplete pass, we could get fifteen yards on this one," or do we not, save that? It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be fifteen yards. What if it's or a spot, spot of foul? foul. Right. Yeah. Okay, it's but not, it's the okay, NFL, but even so. okay, but even worse. What if it's like. Uh, do I get these seven yards on this penalty? But but or? I'm guessing you wouldn't do that. I'm saying when it's one of those things where when they show you know a replay and they're like, wow, this could have been pass interference, and it's completely off the ball. Ball wasn't anywhere near it. Yeah, like, yeah it was yeah. pass interference the other side of the field, and it was it would have put the team in a, a field goal position where they otherwise wouldn't, and that could win them the game. It's coming. You know where it's it, going to hurt. It's coming. Here's where it's going to come. Uh, against the, the Saints? <laughs> that would be amazing. 
That would the be Saints amazing. Saints are totally going to get screwed by this in that the playoffs the next year. Oh, the Saints shit. are going to commit pass interference. Somebody's going to throw the flag. The Saints are going to go from having won the game to going home that off would a be, penalty that, that would Sean be Payton the greatest. For. That would be the greatest. Mark it down. No, here's here's where it's going to happen. Uh, the end of every half and the end of games when it's the Hail Mary pass. They're just well, going to be like, what, that should be pass. There's pass interference somewhere well, in this but, scruff. And in, that's what people scrum. brought up. But the thing that can stop that is that has to be a booth review. So coaches can't challenge within the last two minutes. Right. But they're, but they will review it because well, they, but they it's going all, to be, no, 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 but they always review any type of plays like that. But I mean, if the, but, booth, but the difference being they always review plays like that, but now they're going to review that play and go, yeah, there's definitely pass. But interference I, can, here. I can tell you right now though, that the booth, isn't going to ever rule on, on a pass until, on a Hail Mary. Until the first time that... No, they won't. You know why? Because the NFL is king of this. Monday mm. morning. Hey, by the way, they, they should have been passing interference, and we all blew it, but uh, guess what? It's cool. Game over. Nothing we can do. So they're not going to screw themselves. They'll just keep it moving. And if anybody calls them on it, that's what they'll do. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was passing interference, but oops, sorry. So, yeah, that, that actually won't. It's, it's only for the coach's challenge, but I'm telling you, Saints are going to be the first That ones. would be amazing it's, if the Saints. It's going to be like to keep them out of the playoffs or keep them oh, from advancing. Man. It's going to be. And Sean Payton is going to be sitting on the sidelines laughing, pulling out his hair in the, madness. The whole next season, Sean Payton will be coaching in a robe, eating ice cream, just like, <laughs> uh, it's happening anyways. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm just, this is my life now. Uh, the the other rule change that came out, no more crackback block. That was a, a rule that, that passed this week. I thought that that was already a thing. Like, I, thought, they already, I thought so, too. I thought they I already was, eliminated that. I was I confused get that one. by that one, but apparently it wasn't eliminated. It might have just been a college thing that it got eliminated, but I was also surprised well, that that it, was still a it's thing. The, it's the one they go for the toss, the halfback toss, and you have that like receiver that goes in motion and then clips the line. But it's any, no, it's any, but that's, I'm saying back. before, yeah. before that's oh, what it that's, was. That was the, that was, illegal. that was, okay, that was okay. Gotcha. Before, oh, okay. like last year, right, that, that, that was okay. I, I, I was did, just like, thinking of crack back blocks just in general, like, like, like the receiver and then he's yeah. running towards the line of scrimmage right, while the yeah. other guys, I didn't realize that they were specified yeah, on like, this type of, yeah, like that's still crack back. Cause the linebacker is not ready for that. Is it considered, is it considered crack back to just stand in somebody's way? Like that's coming at you because no, I, I feel like that's all. I think your, you have to p- extend your arms. Oh, you got to do up. old school blocking, like elbows out. Well, like, that's a pick. Like the old, the old timey blockers. Yeah, like I think there, there's there's some type of like you can't, if you're just standing there, that doesn't count. Do you as realize any type like when block. I played pee wee football, that was the biggest eye opening moment for me when I realized you weren't supposed to block with your elbows out when you were you're supposed to like come up underneath the guy's pads. I was like eight years old, and I went to throw a block coming through the <laughs> hole with my elbows out, and my coach was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, did this coach just swear at me? And he was like, why are you doing that with your arms? And I was like, because I'm, I'm blocking, coach. Wow. <laughs> that in no way shocks me. And that was my dad coach as Lyons? the coach. Oh. No, it was my dad. No, I'm just <laughs> no it was uh, somebody for the Poland Little Bulldogs. I played Poland Little Bulldogs before I went fifth and sixth grade with Coach Lyons. At the powerhouse St. Charles Lions. Uh, <laughs> dude, that team was legit. St. Charles Lions, you don't fuck with the St. Charles Lions. Fifth and sixth grade. You good, Joe? Oh, okay. Joe, Joe, <laughs> Joe goes to chime in and then just says nothing. 
grinds everything to oh, a halt. Man. Fair enough. Um, so there's another rule that was proposed, and I don't think it. I don't. I didn't see anything as to whether or not it came through, but they were talking about doing away with onside kicks and oh, going fourth and fifteen AAF maybe? style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with uh, yeah, fourth and fifteen. I don't think they made 35. that official. I think it was proposed. It, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I didn't see anything after the proposal, so made... I don't think it ever. But there was a lot of support for it. They said they mm-hmm. said there was a lot of owners that were okay with this. I think it's a good idea. I am 100% on board with this plan to to go that route for uh, uh, for onside kicks because I think onside kicks are stupid. They never work anyways. It's like a 2% chance that it works. Yeah. At least this is going to be more entertaining to watch. I'm all about getting rid of the onside kick. Do you want kickoffs gone completely? No, I don't think I want kickoffs gone completely, but I just the onside kick, I, I don't... I just don't care about it anymore. It can go away. It's it's one of those things that, like I said, it happens once in a blue moon, but 99% of the time, it's just this kicker kicking to the turf, and then somebody recovers, and it's like, okay, cool. That was a It's waste more of time. luck than anything yeah. on an onside kick. Like, it's just or, like, oh, or a lot of times, it's a blunder on the, the hands team. It's, it's literally they didn't catch the ball, and right. then this other guy comes up. It's not any, there's no skill involved. It's, Wow, you sucked in that very moment. <laughs> I just figured out how the Saints get hooked here. Uh, a team scores to to tie it up and then goes for the new onside kick. And on 4th and 15, they, they, call pass, they call pass interference, <laughs> get a first down, get the ball, and they kick a field goal and score. All I know is that somehow I want the Saints to be on the receiving end of the first time that this goes a foul. It can be regular season. I just want it to be the very first time that this play is in practice. It's... Oh, the Saints committed pass interference there, and nobody <laughs> called it. And they throw the flag, and out. Oh, the Saints are going to lose this game now because it turns out it was pass interference, and uh, there's your new rule, folks. Thanks for playing, everybody. Drive home safely, Saints fans. Like, that's all I want out of this because just the poetic justice of it all would be hilarious. So I thought when they when they were talking about this onside, ru- onside kickoff rule and the NFL adopting it, I was like, the AAF has made it. There, that that right. league is cemented, and then it comes out this week. Five minutes later, <laughs> that the league might fold. Yeah, like it's it's over. Segway, segway, segway. <laughs> but it's a really we, bad segue. That was just a jump the, cut. The second, the second time this season that we're talking about the AAF folding. Yeah, that's, that's not, not a good sign. Good, that's not good when you're <laughs> good eight sign. weeks into your season and people have twice said. I don't think they're going to make it. I think, it's, I think it's pretty much done. Oh, yeah, the first time you have to get bailed out by some other owner paying $275 And the second time, that guy is saying, yeah, unless they give me more money, this isn't going to last. But so, okay, so if you missed the story, uh, the AAF uh, owner now, the, the guy who owns the, the Carolina Hurricanes, which I don't know his name, uh, but I do, like, I do like his hockey team and their cool-ass celebrations, uh, he was saying that the NFLPA is not allowing – the uh, the AAF to have access to their players, basically saying, "Hey man, uh, if we don't get these guys, then we're not going to be a, a good enough league, and we're probably going to have to fold," which is crazy to me. Like I didn't realize that they're trying to be NFL minor leagues. Right. I know they said development league, but I just took that as dudes who wanted to leave college early, not necessarily, "Hey, give us your practice team players so that we can use them and then profit off of them." Yeah, I didn't know that it had. I just thought it was a loose affiliation. Like, That's what I'm saying. Hey, we're supporting what they're doing. Not totally. No, no, no. We want all your resources. 
Right, and he's saying if we don't get those, we're, this we might have to fold, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is crazy to me because they don't have it now. Like, the league is seemingly successful now, right? I mean, it seems to be doing all right. The viewership is up. Eminem's watching it, so it's got to be good. I just don't understand. I, I don't understand how the league – I was talking about it with somebody at work today – how the league ever even gets launched and and, and starts and they don't no, they didn't have any forecast projectors or money guys who said hey maybe two weeks in we're not going to be able to afford this but definitely at eight weeks we're really going to have to think about how we're going to afford this <laughs> and they still launched I mean how does that happen but maybe but we I mean conspiracy theory we said they may have been able to afford things and this is just a Vince McMahon. Throwing this out there as, hey, they couldn't afford payroll. That's why they got this investor. Uh, when in reality, the investor is just like, yeah, you guys are doing sweet. I'm going to buy into this league. And instead, it's uh, Vince McMahon stirring up some shit. How bad would this look, too, if next year Vince McMahon comes out and is like, hey, y'all, I got enough for an entire season. How bad is it going to look when Vince McMahon does another Periscope video and he goes, we are announcing our partnership with the NFLPA, <laughs> where we now have access to the NFL's players. And he gets and the we're going to be a true development league. I can league. tell you that will never happen. <laughs> it, it won't, but it would be funny if he got the last laugh. Hey, remember when I did that really awkward video a year ago? I'm back. And now who's laughing? And here are the cities. <laughs> right. Have they, uh, they, they haven't have... announced nothing. They have, they've announced Bob Stoops. Yeah, I was going to say, Big we still, game Bob we still just have the, the random coaches. And Mark Tressman. <laughs> we still just have the random coaches that have signed up. Nothing else. Uh, no kneeling, no, no criminals. Yeah. That's it. No kneeling, no a, criminals. A couple Bob of coaches. <laughs> <laughs> no, no rules, no cities, no, no names, no nothing. Our football's going to be red, white, and blue. I know that. I know that's going to be a thing. But no, outside of that. he hate me. There's no more he hate me. Yeah. No nicknames. Everything that you loved about the XFL before, we aren't doing it. None we, of that. We shit. may or may not bring Goldberg back to play <laughs> football again. All right, there now might not I'm be a football. On. This may Hang or may on. not be longest yard as a full season. Now I'm on board. If the XFL was literally just old wrestlers playing in a football league, on board. Sign me up. That I'd is be the on greatest. Board for one week. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you would not be on board with that for the long haul. That's a gimmick. No, that's straight up WWE's alley. How, all right, let's uh, be honest. Not... Let's be honest. Round table. Start with okay. Mike. Okay. How many minutes have you watched of the AAF? I have watched uh, two full games from start to finish. Start to finish. First weekend, I watched two games. Uh, <laughs> they're in that week. Was that? They're in week eight, uh, and then. After that, I went to dinner one time. Wow, this Purdue and, the scene game is going overtime. Um, oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> glad, you're, glad you're really paying attention to the show. <laughs> I am paying attention to the show. I'm just not paying attention to you. Uh, that's fair. I went to dinner one time, and the AAF was on, <laughs> so I watched a little bit of a game there. And I did watch some of Johnny Manziel's debut. I had to watch that one. I actually missed that. I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah. I've actually that watched... one was streaming. I saw that one streaming. I didn't even... I've I, watched three and a half you know, games no from start to finish. That first weekend, I watched two games. The second weekend, I remember telling you guys, man, I couldn't find it. And basically, it turned out I old manned it and just didn't yeah. look at the right channel. So the, <laughs> the third week, <laughs> third week, I was able to find it, watched another full game that uh, Saturday night. Because that's to me, that's when it's at best. Saturday night, like yeah. kids have gone to bed, yeah, yeah, wife's yeah. called it a night, and I'm just sitting there. Oh right, that's right. 
AFF is on. Like, and I turned on the games and then just. Did you just say AFF? Mm-hmm. Okay. I said, <laughs> said AAF. No, nah, you, you threw two Fs. There are two Fs. No. You, you, you definitely did. You guys we'll, are drunk. We'll check, I we'll check, we'll check tape. We will. Yeah. I definitely you said definitely, AAF. Was, unless you stuttered afterwards. I might have, but I definitely said AAF. AAF. I love the AAF. Yeah. Anyway. It's the AAFAF. So I did that. And then one Sunday, I was flipping through, and a game was part of the way through, and I was like, oh, there's nothing else on. And I watched, and. Like finished it out, so I've seen three and a half. I couldn't games. tell you anything that's happening. How much have you watched? I, no, here's the only thing that I can tell you that's happening is that uh, Mr. Mr. Heisman, who everybody couldn't understand how he got traded from the Browns, then to the Colts, and then faded out of the league. Trent Richardson is bowling out. out. Yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. he's doing amazing, and that's about it. Although. And Johnny Manziel wanted to fight a uh, defensive back. Yeah. That was pretty well, bad. Well, and then the other thing is that a, a name that I remember was really big at Texas, um, the, the quarterback is doing really good, like, league-wide. And I'm blanking on his name, of course, right now. But he was a super-touted prospect when Texas got him, and I think he got drafted really late and, like, didn't do anything in the NFL. Mm. But he's the number Sounds one quarterback. Right Texas quarterback. Yeah, he's number one quarterback in the league, and those are the only, like, Three factoids that I know. Yeah. <laughs> is that Trent Richardson's balling out? I know Steve Spurrier is going to do a cruise. Yeah, it's got to be cool. And That'd Steve Spurrier's cool. name keeps getting brought up. Steve Spurrier is like coach of the year of the AF this year, just because mostly like, sound bites. You don't know anybody else. Uh, you might know Mike Singletary, uh, but and, they're losing every game. Yeah, so. but they're terrible. Yeah. They brought in Johnny Manziel, uh, but Steve <laughs> Spurrier. Hey, hey, you want to see him in boat shoes? Because we can make that happen. <laughs> Joe, how much have you watched? Uh, in a total. Um, probably about fifteen minutes off of Twitter clips. <laughs> really? You haven't watched? No. Nah. Don't give really? a shit. No. Nah. What is it? Why? Why is it not sucking you in? What's the? What's it, the? I'm hook? not. I'm not in football mode. Uh, you know, you might be onto something. Well, now that I'm just, not, you're now, like, I'm just not in football mode. I'm just like I don't care about football right now. It's nothing to where it's big enough to draw me in. I don't really care about like, ooh, let's go check this out. It's football. It's going to be football. Nah, yeah. look, here's why he don't care, because the Browns are about to be good. And so he's he's finally got something to care about this coming season. Well, oh, 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 that other football? Nah, 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 bro. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm I too good for that. We, we got Odell and the gang. I ain't nobody. I'm, I'm too big time for that. <laughs> yeah, he, just, he's become one of those fans. I got, the Browns are on the come up, so he after, don't need no other football. But I've never been a, oh, my gosh, I can't wait for the draft or. Really? See that once upon once upon a time I was super into everything NFL offseason. Now I could give a crap less. But actual football being played, I'm into the idea and it's good enough. Yeah, I've always been once once Super Bowl ends, I'm like, okay, I've had my football fix. I'm good. Let's move on. Yeah, no, see I've so Joe is also voting for baseball to shorten the season because uh, <laughs> if you're if you're that mindset where you're like Season's over. Don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> On to the it's next. Like, well, wait. We got more football for you. Nope. nope I nope, did my time. <laughs> Listen, my I s- gave you 16 weeks plus playoffs. I am done. I I'm am out. a. I am a Ohio sports person. I like all four seasons. I don't need to be in Florida where it's only two seasons and I only pay attention to two sports. Give me what are the two seasons in Florida. Uh, spring and summer, hot and hotter. I was gonna say it's all summer, right? Yeah, I was gonna say. Summer. I mean, I don't even think they have. Well, I think spring. they get down to like 50. 
So that'd be spring. Hey, 50 at night. Like summer summer during the day. Yeah. Like summer but I like, I like my four seasons of sports. Just go ahead. Give me the basketball, the football, the baseball, whatever. Just give me hockey. That's three. Oh, okay. There it is. <laughs> give me it all. I don't need, I don't need no football all year round. I don't need no football. <laughs> I just, that's bizarre to me because uh, like, I feel like football is that sport that just transcends it where people are just like, I want football injected directly into my veins. It There's a reason why football... I'm perfectly news- fine with football. It's just been the quality of football that you usually right, get but there's, outside and, of the NFL where it's like, no, I don't need anything else. This is decent and there's quality a reason, and there's nothing else yeah, on. In and there's a reason why free agency NFL stuff sends people into a goddamn like they just their minds explode they're like oh now Beckham's coming to the Browns it's like yeah but that's nine months away bro chill out it's cool well yeah I mean that's a good thing (laughs) him and Jarvis right right. but you are excited about football stuff outside of football season well yes okay that's fair but I don't want to watch a full game right now I, I don't care to go and sit down and be like Oh, yeah, football's on. I'm going to watch if, some football. What if it was shortened games for the AF, like like twitter size games? Condensed I'm games. not yeah. went like hockey with like, three periods? Yeah, like it was something crazy, or it was like flag football, or it was... Yeah. See, to me, it's just football. Football's football. Mm. So you're going nothing. If you're, you're out of football mode, you don't want to. I don't, want, I don't really want to watch it right now. That's what, you know, I'm just not in the mood to watch some football. I'm learning more about I, every day. I'm confused by this statement. This is, I want to know if anybody else feels this way because I feel this is anti every other stance when it comes to football. Although the numbers don't lie and the AF probably isn't doing the numbers. So this might be true. Uh, People just want NFL and college. But even if they are doing the numbers, the sponsors aren't paying for it is what it boils down to. Because if they can't afford to pay for everything, it's because they're not getting any outside income. But but you know, like now that I think about it, like... Where we could be like the AAF, we're like the AAF right now. So maybe I will buy into them. Hopefully, there you go, many man. People buy into us. Somebody can pick you know, us up. <laughs> you know, AAF football players are like Tampax. Hey, <laughs> hey man, yeah. <laughs> buy your woman some Tampax. Going going down to the local grocery store. <laughs> we have this in aisle ten. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed. Signing autographs Can outside the Tampax brand. <laughs> Can we do that? Can we just set up a table and just start signing autographs somewhere? Yeah. Like let's let's do that. I think what do the Girl Scouts have to ask to sell their cookies? Nope. I'm sure you gotta ask. Well, I mean, if you're in some like when they're sitting there in the Kroger oh, entrances, so then, yeah. Let's just let's just go with like that Twitter meme where where he's got like the here's here's my oh, sports stance change, change my, my mind. mind and we just set and just up with film it? some blazers and a t shirt looking all professional with I our with our is, sports stance take. Dude, this is a good idea. Change our mind. This is a good idea. The AAF this is, a, is this our in into FC Cincinnati right now? It might be. Let's just go outside of an FC, FC Cincinnati, Cincinnati game and just be like on a road uh, game. Yeah, oh, to Columbus, man. FC Cincinnati is the best team in Ohio. Change our mind, and then Columbus Crew fans have to sit down. Let's go and, change our mind, and I'll be like, I don't know enough to debate you, bro. You're probably right, but I'm. Uh, you did not change my mind. Moving but on, blue and orange. <laughs> go Boise State. <laughs> We look like Tide Pods. Beat that. Go ahead. You got nothing? <laughs> Booyah. I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, Save the crew from this beating they're about to get. <laughs> wow. Uh, shit. I, dude, FC Cincinnati has me hooked. That's a, that's a sport that I did not think was going to hook me in. You want to talk about AAF? Not a, FC's, I am hooked on MLS soccer. I watched it. I watched a game that didn't feature FCS Cincinnati. Okay. Where are you going? I got a piece. You said FCS? You mean FCC? I, I did say, I meant FCC, but I also combined it with, 
All right, see you later, Scott. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you been watching any FC Cincinnati? I watched the I watched the first game and then I watched the away game from a TV. I didn't. I haven't been down there yet. The but. team is so surprising, bro. Like, right? They to have seven points after four games is crazy. They're in first. No, they're not in first. Do they? The, the, I don't. They I think Columbus Crew is still ahead of them. Oh. Um, but they're they're up there. They're definitely that up there team in terms up north. of standing. Yeah, hell is real. Uh, you're, um, I'm mistaken. DC United, FC Cincinnati, and Columbus all tied with seven points right now. Uh-huh. Um, but FC Cincinnati is technically second because it goes goal differential. And they, they uh, fake stats. But you know what? No, no, no. Fake stats. They're ahead of Columbus. Hey, for Columbus. Hey. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hooked on FC Cincinnati, dude. I cannot stop watching that team. They are so much fun to watch. Like I've, and it's an expansion team. Like we just saw with uh, the Vegas Knights doing that in the NHL. Now this right? could happen if they can keep it up in the MLS. You know, I'm possibly from, them from afar. I mean, I'm not watching, but I'm keeping an eye on what they're doing, which is more than what I ever would have done. Dude, before. they it is it is such an entertaining game to watch. Like I find myself sitting I like I just saw the thing where Scott just walked right past the camera. <laughs> just the side of Scott's head. Uh I I get so excited about a game, like I'm jumping out of my chair every time we get close to a goal. It is I mean, I've watched soccer before. I followed the World Cup, you know, but I've never been a soccer fan. But man, I am hooked. The MLS is an entertaining product, and if you aren't watching it, you are missing out. All right, let's let's talk a couple things real quick before we get into the end of the show here. Big Baller Brand. Should we pour one out for Big Baller Brand? <laughs> I ain't pouring nothing out. <laughs> on, on, on the count of three? We saw this coming. Uh, <laughs> more importantly, I want to talk about Lonzo covering up his big baller brand Jesus tattoo. Jesus Christ, it was the worst. The worst scratch job I've ever oh seen. Oh, my it God. It looked like, so if you missed it, he covered it up with a red a and black dye. Uh, yeah, and it looked, there's no, it's not actual dye. Like, there, it's not a, a cube. A cube is the goddamn easiest thing for somebody to draw. Like, little kids learn how to draw cubes when they're in grade school. And this, that dude, was my thing. It was like... There was no symmetry to it. It no, was the most d- amateur yeah. thing you've ever seen. It was seriously one of those when, when they do these posts of worst tattoos you've ever seen, and you know it's like some. And they put the picture of what it's supposed to look like next to the the picture of the tattoo, and it's somebody's face. Hashtag just, nailed it. It just mangled. <laughs> yeah, it just, and this was like if you've ever you seen have one job. Yeah, if you if you've ever seen dice in your life and you see this tattoo, you're like, what the hell is that? That's not a pair of dice. The only thing I can think of, the only thing that would say, does does Lonzo have any kids? Does he have any no. like, kids? Uh, oh, wait, no, no, he's got that illegitimate daughter. Mm, how old? How old is his? The kid? one that he's deadbeat dad for. How old? I mean, is, I it, is it like a baby like, or a little, is it like a little over a year now? No, nah, we that's reported not, that's the too story. Young. Yeah. That's too young. Because the only thing I can think of is like his kid drew a picture and he was no, like, "I want yeah, this tattooed no, no, no. on me." Because no, that's that, exactly this, this ain't if that. You, if you picture, all right. Ask a three-year-old to draw a pair of dye. That's what this tattoo looks like, and it is now on him forever, covering his Big Baller brand tattoo, which means the end of Big Baller brand. Um, also, the end of Conor McGregor's career, because Conor McGregor announced this week that he is retiring from MMA. Allegedly. 
Uh, yeah, I don't believe it one bit. Do you believe it? Real quick around the horn. Do you nope. believe it? Nope. Joe, nope. Do you believe it? Yep. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Conor McGregor. Can't wait to see him fight in the UFC once again. Uh, let's get into Consumer Cannon. <laughs> and Consumer Cannon brought to you, as always, by Tavor. Uh, almost every beer that we drink here on the show it comes to us from Tavor because Tavor is the only place that we can get beers from places that just don't distribute here, like tonight's beer, Mega Mint, uh, from Washington. Totally free to sign up, and you can order as many beers as you want for one low flat shipping rate. Just download the Tavor app and use the code, Joe, bag me up, 258023. Bing, 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 bing. Boom! Nailed it! On the payments and credit screen before placing your first order, you get $10 off your second. Stock up your beer fridge today with Tavor. This week's beer, we have Mega Mint from Heathen Brewing in Vancouver, Washington. Scott, you're going to consume or can this beer? Consume. Mm, but it comes with the caveat of thick men is better. This Ooh. this is good. It, it's it, it's solid. I definitely drink. In fact, I will say this: I know there are a lot of people out there who aren't big fans of chocolate and mint as a combo. This is <laughs> Joe. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and many more than Joe. But uh, this is it, it's muted um, compared to thick mint. But I I also will say though it you, doesn't have. You, you're telling me you like York candies. You like no, those York, York candies? No, York's gross. No, York's gross. Yeah, exactly. But Mint Andy's, and but thin, Andy's but I would eat. Andy's are great. Thin mints are the bomb. Mm, I'm all lies. Disagree about thin all lies. the bomb. Mint and chocolate. Thin mints are all right. Are Don't get me wrong. Thin mints are all right, but they are not the best Girl Scout cookies. S'mores. Girl Scout cookies are the best. Word. Word. S'mores. Word. We're done here. This is going to have to continue next week. Consume. <laughs> S'mores. That that cookie came out five minutes ago, and, and that's sucked. why it's delicious. It blew away sucks. every other. Why didn't we talk about that? We're gonna next week's episode. Uh, it's a can for me. Versus, yeah, of course it is because uh, it's a stout, and Joe is canning all stouts. I'm gonna consume. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not canning all stouts, but I'm canning this one because it's chocolate and mint. I mean, also, also, what I was gonna say though before I got derailed is that this is considerably less sweet than thick mint. It, so it's definitely more it, minty it, than it, it holds mint. up as far as the it didn't. Overwhelm me with sugar, and I don't feel like I, I don't know. Not that I was sick at the end of Thick Mint, just that it was all right. I'm done with this, and I can't drink anymore because you know the sweetness factor is just going to overwhelm me. So there's that. It's not my favorite, I will say that, but it is a solid beer, and I would drink it again. In the words of Joe, like when Joe positioned this to us as, "Would you buy it again?" I would buy it again. It's a beer I would definitely uh, purchase. It's just not my favorite, uh, but it does. It delivers on the the flavors that it says with chocolate and mint. So I'm going to consume this one. Uh, I wouldn't give it 4.13 caps. I maybe give it 3.75. I'd give it four caps. Of course you would. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But okay. I don't know either. I don't know. I'm kind of drunk. Uh, it's been <laughs> consumer cannon brought to you as always by Tavor. Uh, guys, we talked a lot of sports today. Not a lot of craziness. Last week's episode. Off the rails. This week's episode focused in on sports. I'm kind of disappointed in us. I feel like we're. Yeah, it I was. Feel like we're it was slightly this. more focused, but it also had a certain amount of just randomness to it because there was focused randomness. It was very focused randomness. <laughs> Instead of it just coming in just waves of where the heck did that come from? It was oh hey let's talk about something weird. Uh, by the way, tonight's drunk purchase that I'm going to have uh, a stud muffins hat. <laughs> Either that or the the butter team from last week. Uh, what were they? The butter sculpture. The butter sculpture. Go back in time and buy a, a fifty ones uh, hat before <laughs> before they get rid of them. All right, let's get into our would you rather poll for the week. This week's 
Would you rather? We, uh, we're baseball fans. Scott and I are baseball fans on the show. We love the sport. We want it to do well, but it's dying. It's dying a slow and painful death. And if you could fix it, with, you only have one chance to fix it. You can either shorten the season or you can shorten the games. What are you going to go with? Scott, I know your vote. Shorten the season. Shorten right? the season. This was an easy one for me. Slam dunk, no doubt. I don't want to change anything other than I'd said eliminating maybe uh, extra time and not going into extra innings. Just cap it at nine. Do ties. But shortening the season, easy call. I'm going to take this as a win for me that you have come around to my side regarding extra innings. And I'm fine with I that. Will, I will take I, I will, this W but I will, I will because I know I'm going to take the L on the poll. I, know well, I, don't think, I will readily poll. admit that at one time I was like, no, we ref- I refuse to do ties. And I was all about shortening the season, but totally about shortening the season and if it means ties because we only go with nine innings shorten the games do that too i am i would love to see them go seven innings so that we can see more double headers and shorten the season in terms of length i don't think we need to go less than 162 keep it at 162 who cares just shorten the amount of time don't go from march until the end of october go from march until september or the beginning of october end the season in october uh started in april uh so i would say shorten the games Get us to seven innings. Get us out in two hours rather than making us sit around forever. Uh, Joe, how do these polls shake out? America has voted. It is 71% short uh, of the season. Oh, man, I got hammered on this one. No, I mean, it just it makes sense because think about it. 16, 81, 81. Is that the NBA and, and hockey? They're both 80. 82, 82 for in the NBA. NBA. Yeah, and I mean, and then 162. <laughs> I mean, which one of these does not belong? Can I, mean, I just say? So can I just lopsided. say on Twitter? On Twitter, uh, I'm winning. So I'm going to take this as a win. I'm just going to count this as a win for me. Uh, enough, enough to America. count as a win. Enough to count as a win. Uh, and I'm going to count the Twitter poll is the real poll. This Facebook poll is Stop fake lying. news. Uh, the Twitter poll wins out on this one, in my opinion, and I, I'm going to take this win. That's all I'm saying. I'm just going to shorten the games. Anyways, this has, been, this has been a show. We did a show. This happened tonight. Uh, my headphones still aren't working. <laughs> or are you just not listening, idiot? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think Joe's hit it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. No, he, he, hit, he did hit it. He did hit it. I heard it. And then I, I, didn't, I didn't hit music yet. <laughs> oh, oh my god! The... I was muting my mic. You heard the click of my mic. <laughs> no, I, I actually thought I heard. Dun, 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 dun. No, you're just checked oh, out. I'm crazy. You have been checked out <laughs> no, no, all no. episode, like watching. BS. I've been paying attention, <laughs> except for the part where I had to pee. Sorry. I mean, I I couldn't hold. And where you said about the basketball game going in overtime. It did go to overtime. I know. You've been watching the basketball <laughs> no, game over I wasn't my shoulder to all you. episode. No, I wasn't I listening to you. I know you weren't listening to me. That's because you don't know what you're talking show. about. You checked out from the show. I did not. I game. never have it's checked fine. out from this show it's ever. It's fine. It's fine. We'll move on. Tune in next week and see if we even have a show. No, so tune in next so week curious. when we figure out what the best Girl Scout cookie is and we prove it's Mike wrong for being it's an s'mores. idiot. S'mores. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, guys. Chris Evans is the greatest American alive. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning Captain in. Captain America. Be sure to follow the show at Crafty Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Scott if you want to hear this more incoherent ramblings at Scotty K underscore No, Junior. follow me if you want to hear what cookies are right. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie 4. You can follow me at Mike Burlon. Hit up the drunk line, uh, 44037Drunk. Leave a voicemail because we, maybe we'll play it on the show since we can't do live call ins until I can fix some shit. Uh, hit up the website. 
www.craftrootsports.com where you can get links to all of our sponsors Dugout Mugs, Tavor, More Labs, Minuteman Tickets. Uh, shout out to all of them. And shout out to 12 Ounce Sports for hosting us once again. Uh, love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Love you, Chris Evans. place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.